guess maybe we could call it like a trash hike where we would go in together and clean up our beach. Because this is our beach. This, this is beaches within our community here. It's called Palmas del Mar in Puerto Rico. You know, we should start being proud of it. It's big. And that's why like, I'm not trying to be like, you know, I'm going to do it every week and da, da, da. Like, I feel like setting like a reasonable goal, you know, that's part of a smart goal is the fact that it has to be reasonable on some level. But this is something that I feel like I can definitely stick to it and hopefully, honestly, exceed. Hi, this is Joshua Spodek, and this is Leadership in the Environment. You're not the only one who cares about your impact enough to act. You're part of a global community undeterred by people saying, if others don't change first, then what I do doesn't matter, and other excuses. We've read the science. We can do this. This show is about personal responsibility, acting, and improving your life by your values. As guest after guest says, the challenge was hard, but thank you for getting me to do it. I wish I'd done it earlier. Listen on for leaders to inspire you, hear their struggles, and then act. Go to joshuaspodick.com slash podcast to commit to a public personal challenge of your own. You're not alone, and you don't have to wait for others. John Lee Dumas is one of the big names in entrepreneurship. I started by talking to him about Puerto Rico, where he lives, because when I first met him in person, it was right after the hurricanes had hit there. And I thought this was going to be a natural connection to the environment. It looked at the beginning like it wasn't going to happen. The environment wasn't a big issue for him. He was more, he was there for economic reasons. And then as often happens with a bit of reflection, he started thinking, yeah, there is something that I really care about. And it turned into one of the most long-term, most involving other people, personal challenges that anyone has taken on. And it comes from really deep inside. So listen on for John Lee Dumas's personal challenge. So uh, I hope it's cool with you that I just started recording. Actually, it's funny. People who listen to my podcast know that I put on the recording as soon as I can because the interesting conversation always happens just before and just after. Yeah. I then, love the fact that we're already recording. So uh, let's ignite. Cool. And then, yeah, actually you say ignite. And now people who think of your name, I think generally think entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship on fire, entrepreneur on fire. And my podcast is leadership in the environment. I hope it's cool to talk about leadership and the environment as opposed to typically entrepreneurship. Well, this is your show, so let's have fun on your topics. Okay. And actually, I looked up when we met, and we met, it was September 27th, and you were on your way to Puerto Rico, and Maria had just hit on September 20th. And so talking about the environment, have you, I take it you've been there since. I'm here right now. Oh, you're there right now. Okay. And is it something you've talked about a lot? I'm, I'm really curious because it's an environmental thing. Uh, have you talked about it a lot or is it something like about what, what the situation there is like? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's slowly but surely recovering. Puerto Rico is a really tough island because it's very mountainous. A lot of the islands doesn't have great infrastructure. So when something like this happens, I mean, the infrastructure that it does have collapses. And then we don't really have the resources, the money, the manpower, the woman power to get things back up and running. You know, kind of like, I've heard a lot of people kind of equate like Houston to Puerto Rico, where when something like happens in Houston, it's like everything's line of sight. Like just put back up a pole, run the power line, you're off to the races. Puerto Rico, you have like mountains and canyons and gullies and rivers and rainforests. And it's just like, when something happens, like you have destruction, devastation on just like a whole different level. And we're not just talking days, like we're talking years before things are going to get back to normal. And so- I'm curious. I don't know how you chose to live there. It, was the environment part of it? Was it the 
if it's not too personal question, is that what got you there? The, like living in, in a place that's, well, not, that's going to take years to recover, but the natural environment? Well, I've been living in Puerto Rico for about 16 months prior to Maria. So I already uh-huh. kind of made up my home. So that really had nothing to do with the thought process at all. For me, what it was is for a number of years, my business has been very successful, generating a lot of revenue. And I remember just having like a candid conversation with my CPA one day and saying, Josh, like, what can we do to legally start paying, you know, taxes here? Like, I want to do everything above, above the ground, of course. So give me some options. He's like, well, you can move to like a tax-free state like Texas or Nevada, and that will help out some. He's like, or Puerto Rico has this thing called Act 20, where if you move your business to Puerto Rico, set up shop, you pay 4% taxes. So I went from paying 51% to 4%. Hence, that's why I'm in Puerto Rico, making the best. Also, it was an economic thing. And I thought it was, the reason I was asking was because I was going to go in the direction of, of, I mean, you came on this podcast, Leadership in the Environment. And I figure environment, like, I was curious, like what the environment means to you. Is it something you care about? Is it something big for you? Or is it something that's like a side thing for you? Um, define environment in your words. So the, the way I usually think of it is the, the air, the water, the land that we share. Yeah. So I'm talking about physical bio, biosphere environment. Mm. Yeah. I guess at this stage, at this point in my life, not that big of a thought process. Interesting. So when you hear about people talking about global warming and extinctions and things like that, is that just something like, oh, I'm glad someone takes care of that? I don't really think anybody is taking care of it, which is kind of too bad, I think. But yeah, it's not really anything that is kind of like, you know, in my top of my priority list right now. Oh, so this may be a short conversation. <laughs> or it can be long because maybe you should be convincing me why it should be. What I don't want to do is try, I don't want to try to change people. I want to like what I'm trying to do in, in this podcast is I find think out, less changing. You can maybe educate people. Well, even that is something that I think there's a lot of facts out there. I think there's a, here's what I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of people telling you a bunch of facts. There's a lot of people telling a bunch of doom and gloom. I think there's a lot of people saying, here's some tips for you to do. And I think that we have enough. If, if someone wants more facts, they're out there. If you search on the internet, it's there. I think if people aren't acting, it's not because they don't have enough facts. Hmm. I think it's more something like they don't have enough meaning or purpose or it's not connecting to them. They have other yeah, things that are more important. I would say that it's not really connecting to me would be the way I would use it. So what I usually do is if someone has something that they connect with, then I try to, then I ask them if they're, if they're interested in acting on that, doing something that they, you know, ask them to take on a personal challenge. And what I'm not doing is if someone says, oh, not a big, really big deal to me, then I'm not going to say, well, it should be because I, I think that's, when people do that with me, I'm like, go tell someone else. Like you, you sound needy and I don't sound needy. And then I don't want to, don't make me needy. That's like your business. Yeah. So I, I don't want to do that. But if there is something that you care about, like a lot of people, it's like maybe not the first thing they think of, but they think of like, you know, it's lots of different things for lots of different people. Sometimes it's, it's like the park at the end of the block with their dog. Sometimes it's going fishing with their dad when they were growing up. Sometimes it's like some fear of some dystopic future or something like that. Yeah. And does any of that stuff conjure up anything, any feelings of like, oh, that's important to me or. Yeah. You know, I can say that one thing that's really important to me because this plays such a big role in my life and that's education and not traditional education. Like I've done the whole high school, college, blah, 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 law school thing. None of that really is important to me, but just the opportunity to be educated and to learn and to self-educate and to teach yourself. And so for me, 
like when I was trying to say like, what do I want to support? Like, what do I want to get behind? To me, it was always about education. So, you know, one uh, huge share supported now for three years is Pencils of Promise. In fact, I just went to Guatemala a few months back because we've built now four schools in Guatemala, you know, where prior there were no schools. Like being able to go there and see the schools and the teachers and the kids being educated. And I think, you know, a little bit, that that is all about education and all about like giving people the ability to learn and to read and to just at least get to the level where they can then do something amazing in the world because they have that basic level of knowledge and understanding and access to education and knowledge. But I think one thing that there might be a little environment in there now that we're talking is, and maybe maybe it's not, but you can kind of maybe clarify it. Like one thing they really struggle with there is clean water as well. And so um, like sanitation is a huge problem in places like Guatemala. So along with the schools, we're also building these public restrooms. And these are really the only clean places to number one, use restroom facilities. Number two, actually wash your hands because there was just so much sickness going on. Kids weren't going to school. So the organization Pencils of Promise was like, well, what's like the core problem here? And it was, well, the kids were getting sick and they weren't coming into school because they were sick because they weren't washing their hands because they were, you know, frankly, to be kind of blunt, defecating, you know, in their backyard and then getting mm-hmm. sick because of that. So they had no place to safely you know, go to the bathroom and no place to, to actually, you know, understand like what, what it meant to wash your hands before sticking your fingers back into your mouth and stuff like that. And so they're starting that education process through that as well. So those are kind of the, the side-by-side uh, big things that, you know, we were doing down in Guatemala with the education school systems, as well as the kind of the sanitation that was going on down there. Yeah, this is a lot of people when they think environment, they're like really quick to think, oh, global warming, that's the big one. But clean air, clean water. These are like pollution, litter. These are like big things too. So, yeah. and I'm reading a bit of caring here. <laughs> like, this is not like, oh, I'm trying to drum up some, some, some feelings here. So along these lines, I wonder, you're already doing something there. What I, what I try to do, what I'd like to do is to ask the person, I'm t- the guest, if I invite them to take on a personal challenge along the lines of something that they care about, and there's a few things. It doesn't have to change everything. It doesn't have to fix the whole world overnight because a lot of people are like, you know, oh, if I do this and everyone else does and it doesn't make a difference. So I'm not saying you have to do everything. And it can't be something you're already doing, but it has to be something that makes a difference. Would you be interested in taking on something new? You know, when you said that, the first thing that kind of popped to mind and something that's kind of been in the back of my mind is bugging me as something that I haven't done, even though I feel like I see it fairly often mm-hmm. is I live here in Puerto Rico and I live in a beautiful community and I go for runs fairly often, three, four, sometimes five days a week. And it's a trail run, it's a mountain run and it's beautiful. And I get to the top and it's like a panoramic view of the ocean and it's just a gorgeous like run. And then I kind of, on the, on the way down, I stop by this like beach, but because of the fact that it's like an East facing beach and whatever it is with the, the current and all of these things, there's just always a ton of like trash debris, just, yeah. just washed up on shore and it looks gross and all these things. And I'm just always like, I need to like come back here and clean this up, but I never do. And I've been here now for 20 months and I still haven't done it. And I say it to myself every, every time I go for a run, but then I forget about it until I go back there. So maybe this is something that I need right now to just be like, you know what, I'm going to commit on air to not only just going and like, picking up a few pieces of trash, but like cleaning the beach, potentially even bringing some friends out to help me do it with me, but keeping up on that as well. And like making that, you know, this a place where people actually start to care. So, cause like, cause there's other people that bike and that run and that utilize mm-hmm. these 
hotels and these beaches. And I think, you know, if I saw ever saw somebody else picking up trash, like I would run down there and help them. And like, maybe that could start something. Feeling inspired? Do you like hearing others acting that you're not alone? Go to joshuaspodek.com slash podcast to hear other interviews, but even more valuable. Join the growing community of people who care enough to act, not just talk. Read the list of people who have taken on personal challenges and then commit to one yourself. Don't be surprised if you end up loving it, changing more, and finding people following you without you even trying. That's what happens when you improve your life by living by your values. So I have to comment a couple things. One, this is the first day in New York that it's above freezing in like a month. And you're like, beautiful trail. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> we all make choices, brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other is that you're not the first person who's like, yeah, environment, it's not really a big thing. And then when we talk about it more, they're like, you know, there is this thing that's been on my mind. Well, because so you just global warming. And I do kind of just feel like that's this bigger picture thing that frankly, I know is important, but like, I don't personally see like what, I want or can do about that at this stage of my life when I have other things that I'm focusing on. And I mean, I say that out loud, it sounds selfish, I get it, but that's just reality, I'm being honest. But when you kind of drill it down for me and I kind of like think of my day-to-day and what I can do to make a difference, like there is some things. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, because global warming is the big one. But man, to me, by 2050, there's supposed to be more plastic in the ocean than fish. And I'm like, the Pacific's really big. Plastic didn't exist not that long ago. So- yeah, these are like really big things. I have this thing. Oh, not to cut you off, but do you ever watch the show? Um, have you ever seen the show, How I Met Your Mother? I haven't seen it. So the, one of the characters on there is like this lawyer that wants to change the world and impact the environment and all these things. And one thing he keeps talking about over and over again that does like resonate with me is that like there's an island of trash in the ocean that's yeah. twice the size of Texas. And like just that visual, it's so sad to think about. Yeah. And you know what? There's more than one of them. There's like in the Atlantic, there's more like, and they're growing. And also what you say, what, what got this whole podcast started for me was that when I started, I pick up a piece of trash every day. Sadly in New York city, I usually, I don't have to cross the street. Like I walk out the door, I'm like, Oh, there's a piece of trash to pick up. And then when one of my past students started doing it, I was like, Oh wow, he's really changing. So are you up for making a challenge out of this? If, uh, and then what I'd say is, can we make it a smart goal? So something specific, would it be organizing others, just doing something yourself or I think that I would like to do a combo of that. Number one, I, want, I like to challenge myself because I'm the one that goes on the runs by myself fairly often. So I like to say at least once a month, like I'm going to go with a trash bag and completely, you know, clean the beach, hopefully be seen by others to inspire others to do it. And then once a quarter, so four times a year, organize some kind of multi-person kind of I guess maybe we could call it like a trash hike where we would go in together and clean up, you know, our beach. Cause this is our beach. This is beaches within our community here. It's called Palmas del Mar in Puerto Rico. And, um, you know, we should start being proud of it. This is pretty big. That's like, you're committing, I mean, you're saying a lot. I mean, I, I take it you have a lot of pride in place of, in your community. I feel like that's a big piece of it. Yeah, it's big. And that's why like, I'm not trying to be like, you know, I'm going to do it every week and da da da. Like, I feel like setting like a reasonable goal, you know, that's part of a smart goal is the fact that it has to be reasonable on some level, mm-hmm. but this is something that I feel like I can definitely stick to it and hopefully honestly exceed. And you've set projects. That, one of the things I like to do is make sure someone's not like over committing or, and I take it you've set goals like this scale before and you know what you're talking about. It's not like, cause there's lots of unforeseen things that come up, but you'll be able to like this, this feels like a good scope for you. This really does feel like a good scope. It feels very doable at the same time. Like, 
you know, I don't want it to be too easy. Like I want this to be something that it's going to be on my calendar. I'm going to make it a recurring, you know, calendar. Like, did you do the trash run this month? And like, the answer is no, you know, I keep pinging it every single day until mm-hmm. it gets done. So it's like, I'm very accountable on those things. And are you up for having a second conversation to review how it went? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's say, when are you thinking? How much time well, should go? Actually, I'm thinking, I mean, probably like one a quarter from now and then one a year from now, if you're up for two more conversations. I was thinking, let's have the next one six months from now. So I should have now two of these joint, you know, multiple person trash hikes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I will be providing pictures of that as well. All right. Now I feel like maybe people will be like, I'm going to go to Puerto Rico and clean up the trash with John Lee Dumas. (laughs) Hey, come on down. I'm going to smoke you on my hill run. And then uh, we'll pick up some trash. This is going to be, this could be cool. And by the way, you're like the second person who did a six month. Most of these are like one to two, three month. Dory Clark just did a, a six, she's like making a restaurant near her, the, her vegan restaurant. It's not a vegan restaurant, but she's going to be totally vegan there. I was like, when should we talk again? She's like six months. I'm like, that's a long time from now. I want you sooner because you know, I want you on again. She's like, no, I want to make sure it's for real. I'm like, all right, six months. Let's do six months. Dory, I was just hanging out with Dory in New York City. Yeah, she's a great person to hang out with. Yeah. So to schedule it, can we schedule it now or should I go on your site or? Do this, shoot me an email and I will open up some time six months from now and choose one of those and we'll lock it in. Okay, cool. So then I wanted to keep this brief and to the point. Uh, is there anything to, I'm happy to keep talking. I don't know what your schedule is, but I mean, you're pretty clear. Like, back to back today, yeah, so okay. we are the end of it. But I really want to say out loud that I appreciate you not just like having people commit to something, but really following up with that and kind of doubling down and getting in this, in the scheduler, holding the feet to the fire, like it's important stuff. So I'm glad you're doing it, my man. Yeah. I have to say that at the beginning, I didn't do that. This is all like what I've learned. And like, I, I teach leadership, but then when you actually yeah. try to motivate people to do stuff that they don't have to do, what doesn't work quickly falls by the wayside. So true. I honestly, I feel good right now and I haven't even done anything yet. That, like earlier you pumped your fist. Now I'm pumping my fist. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big thing. Like when you act on what you care about, it feels good. It makes your life better. It's like, you're talking about bending over, picking up trash. Like most people aren't like, Hey, I'm going to go pick up some trash, but it actually, it's the values that really, I think that that's what it's about. I like it. Thank you. All right. So I'll email you. We'll schedule next time. I'll talk to you again in six months. Maybe we'll cross paths in the meantime. Thank you very much. Take care. This is the value about leading people without relying on authority. You have to find what people really care about. I thought this was going to go nowhere because he was talking about being in Puerto Rico for economic reasons. He said he didn't really care about the environment. When he was talking about school and education, it sounded like he was going to suggest something where he was going to get other people to do stuff, not himself. And then he found something he really cared about and wants to act on these things. That's what happens when you tap into what people really care about. It was already on his mind. Now he's doing it for his reasons, not for mine. By the way, I have to add that when he said, we all make choices, brother, you couldn't see this, but he pointed the camera out the window so I could see Puerto Rico through his window. I'm going to add one little thing here. The people who know me from my blog know that I've been putting out to the world that I want to be able to sail across the Atlantic. I don't know how to sail. I'm not going to get a sailboat, but if there's anyone out there who's interested in going to sail and help John Lee Dumas pick up trash from his beach, I would love to learn about that because I'm trying to get places without flying. So if you know of a sailboat that's going to Puerto Rico or something like that, let me know. Otherwise, I look forward to hearing from him back every couple of months and in six months as well. Did you feel inspired too? Then act. 
Go to joshuaspodak.com slash podcast and click to commit to your personal challenge so you can inspire others. Value means better and worse, and living by your values means living better by your values. You may struggle at first, but it's the hero's journey from living by others' values to living by yours. People say that little things add up. I won't argue against it, but what I find counts is acting. Doing something, anything, starts that mindset shift from the debilitating others should act first or making excuses to the empowering I can make a difference and living by my values improves my life. I don't have to wait for others to act first. I'm looking for leaders, people who will bring what works here in this podcast to communities I haven't reached. Billions of people want to change their behavior. There's room for leadership from personal leadership of just yourself to whatever scale you want. Start by acting and changing yourself. Go to joshuaspodak.com slash podcast and commit to your personal challenge.